0: Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, episode 11. I am Elizabeth, and with me is...
1: Road. Get my name right, dang it. That's why I told you to, to say that.
0: Yay. should
1: still gonna mess it up. Hey, guess what? What?
0: It's the most wonderful game of the year. Game of
1: the year edition.
0: Wazzup! <laughs> now, I didn't even know the video game, game awards were going on, but all of a sudden my Twitter exploded and something happened.
1: Dragon Age One. Well deserved recognition. Take that, Call of Duty.
0: Take it up. Your yeah, remember, well, I don't know if you were one of the people that witnessed this, but I used to get a lot of flack, and I've said this before about liking DA2, and people said, oh, a Dragon Age podcast would never, ever work. I mean, Dragon Age 3 is going to suck. Because remember, with Dragon Age 2, of course, we like Dragon Age 2, but yeah, a lot of people said that to me, and they said, no, you can't start Dragon Age podcast. That's just that's silly. Why would you do that? And yeah, motherfuckers.
1: yeah see here's the thing as i was told the same thing so that's why i'm here
0: that's why you're here
1: i tried to do a dragon age podcast before but i was told no Uh
0: uh-huh oh mine wasn't from the uppers in in quest gaming it was from other people just hearing me they were like shut up liz it started as a joke first and now having this game that is one game of the year i'm like yeah take that even though i had nothing to do with it i'm like yeah what's up exactly all of a sudden go ghetto suck it Suck it. <laughs> it's this thing on psych. But anyway, yeah, the game awards are great when you win. Have you seen that link that I gave you? Uh, no. If you have that, you might want to click. Hello.
1: I am Cassandra Pentagast.
0: And I'm Varric Tethras.
1: On behalf of the Inquisition, we wish to offer our thanks for this nomination.
0: And if you liked what you've seen, please check out Hard in Hightown.
1: What? You're plugging your book? This is a serious moment.
0: You do know why people play our games, right?
1: For our thought provoking examine <sighs> examination of faith and the political cost of <laughs>
0: um... <clears throat> Buy my book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Colin. <laughs> For thought provoking
0: uh, um awesome. This Derek Holland guy from he Bioware is. Derek Holland's pretty great. There's nothing much to, I, we knew they were gonna win anyway so we're just gonna go on to the rest of the show. Now the problem is that we've done episodes before and hello to all the new listeners by the way thank you. What we've done before is basically lore based. We knew these games very very well. Uh, we've played them several times but now we're in uncharted territory and so we're unsure of how to proceed and we'd love you guys to email us or tweet us at dragon age otr and at dragon age otr at gmail.com what would you like to hear out of this show now a lot of people have said they've wanted tips we're going to provide you with some tips just things off the top of our head while we're playing we're like oh you need to do this and that and the other but road so how is it going in your game
1: uh let's see redacted redacted spoiler redacted redacted spoiler 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 redacted spoiler
0: you've finished your game kind of
1: Finished is a relative term in games like these But as far as the main plot, as far as I know, yes.
0: As far as you know?
1: As far as I know, yes.
0: I don't even know how that happens, but okay.
1: Because you haven't made it there yet. No, I haven't. Uh, is there a delicate way of putting it? Uh, shits will be in the form of bricks. (laughs) That's, uh, I think the most adequate way I could sum up. And
0: you'll be passing them.
1: Uh, oh yes. Yes. Alright, so here we are.
0: And what were you playing? I forgot.
1: Originally I was playing the human warrior two handeder.
0: Okay, yeah. and you restarted a game.
1: Yeah, and now I'm playing a Dalish Elf Mage. And I've already made my third character, who will be a Kunari Rogue with daggers.
0: Kunari Rogue?
1: Really? Oh yeah. And he he looks pretty beefy, honestly. I oh. actually my human's appearance I liked. My elf's appearance not as much honestly i actually really don't like looking at my elf at all
0: i don't like looking at my main character because i started this uh when the what what edition did we get first it was just a day or two before
1: launch the press review
0: the press review we got that that was back when there was no support from nvidia so it was using my integrated car i have a card. I have an all-in-one, so it was using that card, and like I said before, it was 4 FPS, and I couldn't tell the makeup on my character. It was very weird. The girl has no jawline. It was very frustrating to get through. Now, that is all fixed. Updated your drivers. Now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, God, I hate the look of this character, but I don't want to go back and redo the other stuff. I want to get through it because of this show. So, I'm looking at a character that I'm not happy with. Looks slightly like Ariel the Little Mermaid, but... (laughs) I make all my characters look like Gary the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I
1: uh I didn't really have it actually was kinda weird while I was going through making my human noble or not noble well actually technically he is a human noble. That's right, he is a noble. Yeah. But while I was making my human warrior, that's what I meant to say, um I kind of did self insert a bit on that character. Not really? like hardcore like some of these weird. people have done where they Oh no, not even. He's just got stubble. 'Cause that's where I kind of was closer to. Oh Yeah. But no, um He's kind of self inserted about as much as I was willing to do. I think I only invested like thirty minutes into making that character. And I started making my elf, and I don't really have a problem with his face, but the elf's body is just he's a twig. Well it's of course. Like, I don't understand I no, no, like there's a difference between being lean and being, oh, sorry, don't let me touch you, you might break.
0: Well, that's the way I picture elves in this game. Do you remember Meryl from DA2?
1: Yes, but she was lean. She like Twiggy. I... <laughs> my character looks like Slenderman. With hair. He's a mop. <laughs> He's got a big head of hair. But, yeah. No, but my Kunari, on the other hand, my Kunari looks like a badass.
0: I like how you can make the female Qunari kind of look good.
1: Or how you can make the uh, female dwarves look like men by giving them beards.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I've heard about that. <laughs> yep. So there is one of your tips. Uh, we had a listener tweet us that he wanted character creation tips. I, I I don't know what that means. I don't know if that actually means just the, the first part of the game where you spend, well, at least in my case, five hours most of the time creating the look of your character. Or do you mean the build? I didn't understand. I've never understood that.
1: So here's the thing. When when you start the game, you can pretty much pick anything and do well because your first couple of characters you get, first off, it's the prologue. I mean, the prologue's not exactly what I would call hard content. It's very much set up for you. You're given additional NPCs. You're given your primary party, and it's a very well-distributed party. You've got the mage, which has his barrier and whatever support abilities you're going to need. You've got your tank in Cassandra, and you've got your ranged damage dealer, which is Varric. And Varric is badass. Buy his book. Yeah, you should buy his book. So, starting off, you're not going to have any problems, but then, you know, that's kind of why you want to get everyone you possibly can, as far as party members go, so you can really pick your ideal party with, you know, what one's going to meet. You know, build the party around your character on how you're going to need it. So, if you're going tanky, you know, you want to be the sword and board tank, or even the two-hander tank then you're going to need to make sure you've got enough damage in your party along with you know someone able to cast support spells like Barrier or Resurrect.
0: I was reading that someone, it was one of those tip things, because I was looking up other tips. Somebody had said that because they stayed so long in the Hinterlands, their character was overpowered for a while. And then yep. in later content, he realized, at like Fighting Dragons, he realized, oh my god, I'd neglected and I haven't been honing in my practice on the tactics, which with a dragon fight you kind of need. And I'm in the same boat.
1: (sighs) I have never adjusted the tactics menu at all.
0: That's the thing. Uh, I think we talked about this last time. The tactics menu, you can set which powers you want them to use and what you don't want them to use. I've actually unchecked a lot of the abilities because I like switching between characters during a fight and I want to be able to use some of their abilities. But that's it. You don't say, if this happens, then this happens. It's not like that at all. Now, there's a behaviors menu that you can tell them to stop taking potions if there's only, like, two left. Anyway, yeah, Magico, stamina, you you can... Tell them to stop casting those abilities that use that and all that kind of stuff. That is it as far as quote-unquote tactics. Now, the tactics in this game are basically, at least on the keyboard on a PC, oh. you press T and that's where everything, if you have it set to stop, it'll stop. You can pick out your enemies and all that kind of stuff. You can kind of fine-tune it. I have a little bit of problem with having the pause menu control just because it's right next to the Windows button. Control and Alt are right next to the frickin' Windows button on a PC and... Yeah, I don't, I don't have that problem. I hate it. I hate it. I don't have big hands or anything. What are you saying, I have big hands?
1: I don't have big hands. (laughs) I don't. I have dainty hands.
0: Oh, where were we going with this? Oh, but you have huge feet.
1: I do, because I'm a hobbit. I'm a very tall hobbit, but that doesn't say much. (laughs) I'm tall for a hobbit. How about that?
0: You're tall for a hobbit? Yep. (laughs) Where were we going with this?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) You're asking the wrong hobbit. I I do actually, you know what, on the point of talking about Lord of the Rings, there is actually a point where you come up to a broken bridge, and Varric says to, uh, who was it? It was someone else in my party. But Varric says, just don't throw me. What? (laughs) Because in Lord of the Rings, there's a scene at, uh, I think it's Helm's Deep. Oh, what's his name? Aragorn throws Gimli. Over the crossing. And he says, just don't tell the elf.
0: I vaguely remember that.
1: He he like grabs Aragorn and goes, just don't tell the elf.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And by the way, since we're here on record, the Hobbit movie sucked.
0: We're off the record, by the way. Oh. (laughs) They make fun of me on Damcast for that name. I didn't even make it I know.
1: I'm I'm aware. Trust me. I know. I listen.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot you listen. Yeah. Speaking of which, I found a list of some Easter eggs. Now.
1: Don't. Tell me. I don't want to hear it.
0: You've already heard some of them. Damn it! Have you talked okay. to Cole? He'll make movie references.
1: Uh, I, I've done a lot of talking to Cole. I mean, I think I clarified that during our interview with David Gator. Uh huh. I've spent many times. Whether I've acknowledged them at the time or not, I don't remember because that was a long time ago at this point. That was weeks <laughs> was, ago.
0: It was, yeah, it was weeks ago.
1: Granted, I am just now starting to talk to Cole for the second time, but.
0: I really feel like this game through gameplay the rest of my gameplay for this playthrough is going to be just get through it and i'll really pay attention the next time because i'll have an idea what's going on does that make sense Hmm. makes sense to me so it doesn't matter if it makes sense to you okay so what we wanted to do this time we went over a couple of the basics last time but we wanted to go over some things that we had learned and we want to pass that little bit of wisdom on to you listeners (laughs) Because that sounds like we think we're smart. We're not smart. Well, um, or at least I'm not. And that's why i want. I learned from my mistakes and would like to let you guys not make those mistakes. So one of them is take your passives. Okay, this is in your game, obviously. In your character record, remember that you've only got like, what, eight slots? Maybe seven, seven or eight slots for active abilities. Abilities you can cast, la 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 la. Take your passives and stop (laughs) taking so many things that you're not going to have room for on your bar.
1: Well, another thing that people need to know is that at some point in the story, they're going to get access to a special ability.
0: And you're going to want that always, yeah. Well, the, the ability is given to
1: you automatically, but there's a passive that goes to it. And then immediately following getting that special ability, you get to go to a place, and once you have that place, then you can do a mission through talking to some people that will give you access to specializations. And specializations give you a whole new skill tree, and you get to pick based on your class. Which, another fun thing about that, is if you're curious about what the specializations do, once you get access to doing the quest to get specializations, all of your companions will have their specializations when you level them up.
0: Well, they'll have one, like, uh um,
1: Yes. Because... Each character represent Each of your companions represent one Specialization.
0: Now, if you're a mage, the the other two mages will three you know, have those. Now, Solus has Rift Mage, and I thought I was going to take the one that uh a bitchy lady. It's not Cassandra. Vivian
1: has it. Night Enchanter.
0: vivi has Night Enchanter, and I thought that's the one I wanted to do. I was determined. I was doing the side quest that you have to do to unlock this specialty, and I was not going to give up. And then I realized, oh my care, I, I switched up my my party for once, and then that's when I realized, oh, you know. Uh, other people have other things. That's kind of cool. I, I tried it out first, and I realized I really want the Rift Mage. Because Rift Mage, to go into the Special Adjacent, at least for the Mage, you get a Necromancer, which is nice. You, Dorian has that, and you can do Walking Bomb, which is awesome. Yeah. The Knight, what What did you say it was? Knight Enchanter? Knight Enchanter has actually a melee ability, but the rest to me, uh, eh. I didn't really care for. And the Rift Mage, which Solus has, I really did like, because it's like being shale. You throw rocks at people. It's awesome!
1: <laughs> well, that you get the vortex that sucks all the enemies into one location. I love that. And then if you've got the upgrade on Varric for explosive, uh, explosive shot, the upgrade does more damage the more targets that are hit by it. So if you use Ooh. your uh, Rift Mage ability to draw them all into a tight little circle, hit them with that explosive bolt, boom! Amplified damage.
0: Boom! Oh, that would be great.
1: Yes. Or another idea is if you're in a, uh, say you're in some kind of catacombs or some tight enclosed tunnel of some kind, you can have your uh, archer at the back, use long shot from a distance, and because you're in a narrow space, it'll be able to chain through the enemies all the way back. And on top of that, if you've got a tank character or a melee character with the charging bull ability, you can have them charge into those which then builds guard on the uh, user.
0: Oh, man, it's so cool. And guard is that second ability we talked about last time. I I remember that now.
1: Yeah, guard and barrier are the two things that protect you from damage.
0: But they are also, well, at least I know mage-wise, that barrier, I respect my character, I think, or at least I never did take the barrier uh, ability um, from that first tree. It's green. I can't remember. Spirit. Yep, I never took it because I was like, this isn't a support character. I'm not going to need that, you know. And it's part of most of the combos (laughs) in this game. Now, Rhoda and I were talking beforehand, and we realized that neither of us really got into the combos yet. In my case, it's because of that barrier thing. I never think to use it, mostly because I'm playing on easy and I don't really need it. I play on normal. You play on normal? I was playing on easy just to get through it. I kind of wish I hadn't. I never do that with games. I never start on easy. I just don't do it. I don't know what well I did for this to try to get through it quickly. But, well, I didn't get used to the tactics. Pause and figure out what you're going to do tactics. So I'm kind of kicking myself for not doing that. So, yeah, get used to those early on. (laughs) That's another tip. What else do you think skill-wise do you want to give people a heads up on?
1: In the two-headed tree, there's another ability that, uh, it's one of the later ones where you slam the sword in the ground and then the upgraded form causes it to, c- like, basically erupt flames from the, uh... Oh,
0: I've seen that. I haven't used it yet.
1: That's a very... It's an ability that you kind of want to direct, because whichever cor- direction the character is facing, that's where that line of fire is gonna go. So sometimes what I'll do, because my, uh, my two-hander was not my tank. I didn't have any taunts mm-hmm. on him, purposely. So I could have my Cassandra or, uh, Blackwall tank. The sword and board users, basically. Mm-hmm. I made them my tanks. I would run away with with my main character a little ways, just enough that I was kind of out of actually hitting them with the initial contact, and then the flames would erupt out of the ground in a line toward my target so that everyone that was huddled up onto my uh, tank would get hit by the damage. Because that fire burns. I mean, it's kind of self explanatory.
0: Uh, also, oh, a good tip for the mages out there, or at least anybody building a party, uh, if you want. I would say take two mages with you, but that's up to you. Uh, Playing a mage, I always had another mage with me. I didn't care. Uh, Well, most of the time. Because a lot of enemies are either fire immune or ice immune. Those are two of the main trees (laughs) for a mage. So spice it up a bit and and throw in different element damage in there. Or else some enemies are just going to take forever to kill.
1: Well, one of the things that I do is I take... Kind of, I, I guess you could almost explain this as the typical RPG party format, where you've got the tank, you've got someone who does pure damage, you've got someone who's on support, and then the fourth one is kind of uh, wild card. So, like I was explaining, or er, um, er, was it in this recording? I don't even know now.
0: I don't remember right, right, which but we can which put version. It in.
1: But in the beginning of the game, you're given Cassandra, Varric, and Solas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, within the first thirty minutes of the game, you have all three of them. And Cassandra is your pivotal tank. Uh, Solas is your support character. And Varric is your damage character. And then I made my character, of course, pure damage. So he was the wild card. I think a lot of
0: people do that because this is fun. You just want to be the one to kill everything. You know? (laughs) Well, see, I actually
1: spent a lot of time playing as Varric purely because his abilities were so kind of position oriented. And I didn't want to use tactics but my main character was such a badass that I just didn't even need to direct him because he went and did everything I needed him to do. It was amazing.
0: The AI, I guess it's called AI in this game, yep. is amazing. Uh, the previous it's games, great. no, yeah, it wasn't that great in a lot well, of. Well, see, the it's problem is uh
1: Varrick's AI is not great. Oh, really? Because he'll just run right up there and point blank stuff. And if you, uh, his, that, yeah, his specialization tree is kind of like an engineer. I forget the actual name for it. But it's a lot of traps and grenades, that kind of thing. So he'll run right up to the enemies to use those. Which, those are things that you should be using preemptively. Um, Yeah, not as
0: an archer.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you're supposed to use those so when you see an enemy coming running at you, you drop a mine or you throw the uh, cluster of mines out so that when they run up to you, they run through those and just get nuked into oblivion.
0: Yeah, but that's... to me, that's I mean, a special case, like, they shouldn't be going after you anyway. You know, and there's so many talents where you have to drop crap on the ground. I'm like, I don't want them coming at me at all.
1: <laughs> like I said, they're preemptive measures. You have those down, so when they do come at you, you can take care of them. It's not a big deal.
0: Oh, I, I think they do such a little damage. And you, of course, oh, I never know. No. Oh, are they going to see them on the ground and then run around? Oh, they're really... Nope,
1: okay. they don't. Nope, they pass right over them. Really? Yep, you can, uh, if something's running at you, you can pretty much just put the uh, the explosive or the trap or whatever in between you and them, and they'll run right over top of it.
0: Now, I know Sarah has... Oh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, I know it starts with an A, or I think it starts with an A, but she does potions. Alchemist. Alchemist. I have never been a potion person, unless it's healing or, or mana or uh, stamina. Never, in any game, relied on potions. Now, this one... These you throw at your enemy a lot. Previous games like the Elder Scrolls games, you have to put them on your weapon. and I'm like, I'm not gonna take the time to do that. That's freaking ridiculous. I, uh, I don't I, I don't use them, so I <sighs> I had to actually switch her from Dual Wield because, well, she was originally an archer. They even sing a song about her being an archer, which has been in my head for three days now. Thank you very much. My brain is gonna melt. But she was an archer originally, and I was like, well, I don't see the point. I don't think they're gonna do much damage. This was early on in the game. And so I switched her to Dual Wield, and I realized I suck at Dual Wield, and I don't want her near any enemies because my rogues just die. And so I switched her back to uh, Archer, and then I see all these new abilities where she has to be semi close, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> well, I need some help. you the got when it comes to
1: Archer, just putting, uh, just going back to Archer, long shot and explosive uh, arrow or explosive shot are two of the awesome abilities. Actually, Archer in general is just awesome, but um, explosive shot is good because against normal enemies, it'll knock them down. The ones that get impacted by it will just fall to the ground AOE. temporarily. Yep. It's, right? the, it's the AOE that does more damage the more targets are around it. Okay. Uh, but there's another ability called Jump Shot. Now, in the game, you're going to be fighting a lot of demons that pop into the ground and then pop back up under top of you. Oh. If you get knocked down with your archer, Jump Shot can be used while you're lying on the ground, which will instantly put you away from them. Oh. And really? uh, the shots from that will also knock them down. So, if they're sitting there doing their scream, which does a lot of damage while you're standing up, uh-huh. rather than waste time on that, just go ahead and hit your jump shot, and it'll actually repel you backwards and uh, do a bunch of damage to them. Now, it's... Unfortunately, jump shot seems to be bugged a lot. It'll still do the jump, but it'll sometimes not fire off the shots. Although, that's fine, because usually when it does that, it also doesn't consume the stamina required to use it, so oh. you get to do the jump for free.
0: Well, that's kind of nice. That, no. That that actually gives me a reason to use. I think there's something in the warrior tree. I'm guessing it does the same thing where it, it was the opposite of what you were talking about earlier about the flames on the ground. You know, on the tree, it, it'll be on the left-hand side, I guess. Um, I think mm. it has – it It scatters your enemies. And I've always <laughs> – that's always bugged me about warrior uh, Is it a sword and boardability? Like, I, I, I think it's a two-hander, but I- – I was going to have uh, Iron Bull do it, and then I was like, no, I want the enemies toward him. Of course, I am playing on easy, by the way. I know why people would use it uh, theoretically, but I'm guessing that could do the same thing. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> See, that. Hmm, I don't you know. Do See, I don't. The I the crap out of me.
1: <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head like that one. I'm trying me. to remember it, but I don't know that specific ability. I'll have to go back and look at it. But it sounds like there, there's a sword and board ability, which. Uh, a sword and shield, but I say sword and board.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: there's an ability that does like a slash forward and knocks everything to the ground and kind of kicks them back a little ways. That's what it sounds like you're saying. If it were oh, the two-hand know. ability, there's Mighty Blow, which is one of the first abilities you can get, and that one just knocks everyone to the ground right where they're standing.
0: Right, that was in Dragon Age 2. I, I, Fenris was the one that used it, and I was always laughing because it said blow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know we'll think of more, but any other tips with the builds?
1: Um yeah, when it comes to, like, your sword and board character, too, taunts, you know, some people going into this have played MMOs, and this is all kind of familiar territory to them. But for those that are kind of more the single player focused uh, players, which, granted, that's what this type of game is, so it makes sense. Unless, of course, you're playing the multiplayer, which is a different thing entirely. But taunts are something that are really needed because it draws the attention of enemies to that target. So there are some taunts where they scream and everything around them comes and attacks them. Whereas there's other taunts that are, you know, single focus and only brings one character over.
0: I know challenge is a single focus and war cry.
1: War cry is the one that brings them all together.
0: Yeah, I spam that. I, I have my character set my, in my tactics menu to use its preferred used. So yeah, I just have Blackwall do it all the time. I'm like, yeah, what's up? It would be awesome if you could change the one they say <laughs> when they do a war cry. That'd be great. Yeah, before, when I never played MMOs, I never knew the reason for those. And now that I have, and have come back to single-player games, I'm like, this is way easier when you do it. <laughs> like, I never knew the difference, you know, between a tank or anything, now that I know. Oh my god!
1: And that's that's actually another important thing, is playing this game is damage mitigation on top of that. Because if your tank or your sword and shield user is getting attacked from the sides... And actually, the same thing goes for the uh, two-handed warrior because they do have a very similar ability where it's uh, kind of a counter-attack thing, um, where when they go into the stance, if they attack from the front, or kind of a little bit of the... kind of like a a small cone in front of them, then as soon as they get attacked, they'll do a reflective ability, which knocks the... uh, whatever character is hitting them away, and also provides them with guard. Guard is armor that the enemy has to get through in order to do damage to their health. Now, because there's only healing potions in this game, that is kind of important. Actually... That's not entirely true either. There is another way to heal where you can uh get perks on your weapons and armor, which will restore a little bit of health to you when you kill a, a target. A little bit. But uh, you can stack those, and it actually gets pretty good, especially if Never you're going through normal oh. monsters and you just massacre things, and every yeah. time you uh, kill them, 10% health goes to you. That's pretty good. Or more. That's not bad at all. Uh, but there's also barriers. And barriers go away, you know, they degrade over time, unlike Guard. Guard stays on until basically it gets taken off or you transition areas. But as far as Barrier goes, Barrier is actually really important because you can cast that as an AoE ability, so you can hit multiple targets, and it provides, um, you know, a minor shielding to your health until, of course, it goes away, which goes away a lot faster than Guard What
0: happens does. if you cast it on an enemy? Nothing. Nothing.
1: Okay.
0: No, because when I played this, when I was doing the the trial in San Francisco, I had no idea what it was. I wasn't gonna stop and look at it because it was just soulless, you know, that I had. And yeah. um, so I started casting it on enemies because I thought maybe it was one of those like it's in shock or uh, electricity. Uh, you can cast and bubble around your enemies, and if they leave it, they get hurt. I for some reason I just thought it was like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh... <laughs>
0: Even though it said barrier, which automatically means, you know, that's helping your party. No, I'm just retarded. I didn't know, I didn't think about it until like hour five and a half of playing the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I was like, why is this doing any damage? <laughs> no, I find when I'm playing this game, it's really hard for me to tell what the hell is going on because of all the effects. Especially if you're fighting something like a Rage Demon, which is made of fire. Uh, there's so many effects i don't know what's going on that's why it's why i'm having a problem playing and why i'm trying i'm shying away a little bit from multiplayer because i'm like if i don't know what i'm doing in regular how am i gonna know what i'm doing in multiplayer Rose's gonna yell at me <laughs> if we go into a game together yeah so that's why i play the range of characters but anyway all right <laughs> he's checking twitter
1: no actually i was uh looking at my own notes now, here's another thing you can do, because not you don't just level up yourself, you also level up the Inquisition mm-hmm. by building influence. And when you build enough influence, you discover the ability to get a new trait for the Inquisition, which makes your gameplay a bit easier, or just overall better. That's a great tip. For example, my, uh, my main playthrough right now is level 22, but the Inquisition level is 14, I think. Off the top of my head, I think that's what it was. Really? Uh, I actually forgot to check when I looked at it. So I've
0: got to influ- That's influence you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: the influence.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm like at number eight. Yeah, and I'm. level and sixteen.
1: You have to put points uh, in order to unlock certain perks that you get, because there are the four different perk trees: forces, secrets, connections, and Inquisition.
0: That's at the war table.
1: Yes, at which you can you upgrade at the war table. Forces is Cullen, Secrets is Liliana. Connections is. Uh, Josephine, and then the Inquisition is just, well, you overall. So each one provides you with different perks, uh, which, you know, they, they describe all of them to you, so you can go back and look. But I would say the four most important ones would be the first perk in every tree, which are underworld knowledge, arcane knowledge, nobility knowledge, and history knowledge. First off, every one of them gives you a new dialogue option for conversations. Every one of those gives you unique dialogue. Just like if you're Dalish and something comes up about Dalish, you can use unique conversations or because, you know, you're male or female or something like that, you get unique dialogue options. Another thing is that it also gives you plus 50% XP each time for codex entries when you find
0: them. There's another one in the warrior tree, though, for uh, felling enemies, right? Mm. For defeating enemies. Yeah, there it is, But it's not 50%.
1: No, I I didn't bother taking that one. Uh, In the Forces tree, which is where I put most of my points, I got Underworld Knowledge, Advanced Focus, which you can't get to later in the game. Uh, That's the unique ability that I talked about earlier. It's something you get at a certain point of the game, and actually every specialization also has a focus ability. Um, Advanced Focus gives you Tier 2 focus abilities, and Master Focus gives you Tier 3.
0: What?! I didn't know that. Oh my god, that's where I get those. Okay, so the focus that they're talking about, uh, some people have asked me this week um what are those three little lines above your ability bar that kind of fill up with yellow? That's your focus. I did not know how to unlock.
1: Yeah, that. which you you won't see those until you get to that point of the game for people that are confused what the hell we're talking about.
0: We talked it last time, we talked up to pretty much Skyhold because we wanted to dis- discuss the characters. Right. And either Cole or Dorian you do not get until you get to Skyhold. Or at least right before, I can't remember. Right um, before,
1: yeah. Uh, you, okay. you get one or the other depending on whether you side with the Templar or the Mages. And then the other one turns up shortly after for, well, reasons. Reasons we'll not get into yet
0: because we're not spoilerific yet. No, we're not spoilerific yet. Uh, yeah, we saw some people, I think it was on Reddit, that were a little worried about us being spoilery, but...
1: Yeah, we which we, we tried to avoid, and when we finally get to the point of doing stories, or, you know, spoilers and talking about the story overall, we'll announce that at the beginning of the episode, of which we start Absolutely. talking about it. That will be the first thing stated, so...
0: Yeah, no worries, you guys.
1: <laughs> uh, another one that I've got my most recent one, so rank 14s, Uh, One that I got was True Grit on the Forces Tree, which gives you uh, plus 10% to all defenses. It's really good, but I took that for, you know, last so far because there are many other things. What I got was more healing potions because you get four more healing potions. Uh, Next up, this one, there are three perks in the Forces Tree. I'm not going to go through all the perks. I'm just going through the ones that I picked. But there are three perks called schematics. Each one will give you unique rare schematics that you otherwise don't have for whichever class you pick. Warrior, rogue, or mage. Because I was playing a warrior, and I don't care about any other class. I only picked warrior. Because it takes you a while to actually get a rank, and I didn't want to put points in all those because, frankly, there are other things that are really a lot more important. So, so far, I've only gotten the warrior one on this playthrough. On my mage playthrough, I'm going to grab the mage one. Same thing for rogue. I'll grab the rogue one. Uh, But for forces, that's the end of what I've picked. Now, secrets, again, arcane knowledge, because reasons. Uh, Enhanced studies is one I grab, because bonus experience for every time you turn in research materials. Now, research materials, we'll go ahead and explain that real quick, because that's a a very fun tip. You could sell those. uh, If you go to the store and sell items, and you hit sell all you sold all of your research materials too. Not just your junk items, but your research materials too because they're in the same tab.
0: Yeah, they do they all they all go to valuables automatically. So uh, if you're going to press sell all, go to your go to your mage that that wants to research crap first. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's incredibly important.
0: Find out where this person is in Skyhold, memorize it. Find it, find the easiest way there.
1: Or Haven because they're in Haven also.
0: They're they are in Haven, but you know, I don't know. Uh, but she's actually in the room where Josephine is right by the war room yep. in Haven, but yep. for Skyhold, ugh, yeah.
1: Uh, the floor above where Solas is at, that's where she
0: it, is. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking of where you can port to because in Skyhold, it's so freaking huge.
1: Okay, you, you, the port thing, the port location is where Liliana is on the third floor and then you just go one floor down to where the research table is.
0: Uh, yeah, and also, by the way, the, the quickest way to get to Cullen is actually on the level b- below. Now, some maps, like Skyhold, have they have three floors in Skyhold, and you have to just switch between the maps. A lot of people were having trouble with that because they didn't see the diamonds at the top. You actually go to the second floor. He's on the on the top floor. You have to go down to the second floor, port, and then to the courtyard where all the merchants are, and then go up the stairs. That's the easiest way to get to him. Not the main throne room, by the way. Yeah, Skyhold is so freaking huge that they need at, what or they want what to, at least 5 portals fast travels. It's unreal.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. It, keeps growing. it really is. It
0: grows. A lot of these places when you first get there, you know, there there's stuff in front of the doors but you're like I know it goes somewhere. Urgh. And the more and more you do in the game, the more and more they unlock, and you're like, holy crap. Even your character at one point. I was venturing somewhere I'd never been before, and she was like, it goes on and on. (laughs) It was great, because I was thinking the same thing right when she said it. Awesome.
1: All right, so, uh, wait, did I say that it was for bonus experience for doing those? Because you find research materials all the time. Oh, right, the other thing I was going to say about research materials is once you find enough of them of a specific type, it gives you bonus damage. Against whatever research material it applies.
0: That's to. why. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that. So I they just give you experience.
1: Actually, they give you experience, influence, and bonus damage.
0: Now, it, does it depend on the creature?
1: Well, yeah. Each creature has its own research material.
0: Dude, I'm so pimped out on nugs right now. I probably have all. <laughs> I have all <laughs> the things.
1: <laughs> I've got bonus damage against a lot of things because I just go out and mass everything. Just ask the dying
0: ram population. Uh, Oh yeah, it's dwindling, isn't it? Well, the thing is the rams run away. The nugs are so low level. I mean, they have no health at all. It's a one-shot deal. Even on easy, well, on easy everything is, but...
1: All right, now the last one in secrets that I got, which is probably one of the most important ones you get out of all of the different uh, perks, is deft hands, fine tools.
0: This is how you unlock Doors.
1: Now, there are specific doors in the game that will even, on your map, when you come near them, show up with a kind of a a locked door symbol. Hmm? Those can only be opened with deft hands fine tools. Now, the other doors that can be picked, on the other hand, can be blown open. Really? Yes. Warriors? Uh, I don't know about mages. I'm pretty sure there probably is something mages can do. Rogues, I think, can use their, like, explosive shot to blow open the doors. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I'm pretty sure it is, though. And then, uh, of course, they could just pick the locks if they, they're a rogue, because they already can. Yeah. As far as warriors go, stuff like Mighty Blow will just shatter the door.
0: Do they have a different symbol on those? Because there are doors that. Uh, yeah, there like are two were types playing of doors. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, multiplayer, multiplayer doors are completely different. Only rogues can open rogue doors. Only warriors can open rogue walls. Warrior yeah, they'll have walls. a
0: symbol for Smash yep. for Warriors, yep. and I thought that was all that existed in the game actually, as far as those went. But then, like, we played multiplayer, and you guys, I was playing a Mage, and you guys were like, Liz, hurry up, hurry up, get this." I'm like, "What's going on?" Oh, yeah, as a Mage, I have to use my special ability, or not a special ability. I just have to be the one to open it.
1: Exactly. We that's why when you play multiplayer, you need to have one of each of the different trees.
0: What happens if you don't? I mean, do you, well, then you just, just don't get to
1: open that door and get the bonus stuff in it.
0: Oh, it's bonus stuff. Okay. I thought Well, yeah, you you, it's suppressor. either it,
1: there's like shortcuts or bonus or both. So, sweet. Yeah. All right. Now, going to connections, which uh <laughs> I only have nobility knowledge in connections because that's all in there that I wanted right off the bat. There's, you know, there's curious stuff in each of the trees that I want to get eventually, but I kind of go in order of how I feel it's important to my per- present playthrough. And so far, connections, uh, nobility knowledge is the only thing I found important. So that's all I got. Now the
0: gist of the rest of the perks, I think this is the one where you can have, it's Antiven something, but you get bigger bag space.
1: That's in Inquisition.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Antiven tailoring and then Imperial court tailoring each give you 15 inventory slots.
0: Hell yeah. I'm sporting uh, 75 bag space. Whoa, whoa.
1: (laughs) 90. What? Really? Yeah, because I have the other one. You don't.
0: Well, shut up. <laughs> Wait. Now, when do you get that? Oh, oh, they're all listed at the same time, but you have to have a prerequisite. Yeah. Some of these, yep. like the deft hands, you have to have four perk points into that tree right. before you can which, unlock
1: that. Which, I believe your agents that you find in the game, another tip, you can recruit random people in the game to help the Inquisition's cause. And when you recruit someone... They join the Inquisition. They become an agent, which places them in the actual tab of forces, connections, secrets, or Inquisition.
0: Wait, how so? What does that mean?
1: Okay, so uh, let's let's actually take an example of hinterlands. In the hinterlands, there's a a keep that is full of mages or normal people. Oh, the cult. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's like an Androste cult. Which they yeah. won't fight you, but their great Prince is like, oh, you think you're the Herald of Madraste? Well, show us your power, then. And then you show them their, your power, and they all bow down to you. Now, there's one specific... Actually, uh, yeah, there's one specific one in there that you can go and talk to at any point, once you're able to access this cult. Okay. And uh, you complete a quest for them, which you can find the corpse of their dead lover out somewhere. And if you yeah, bring them yeah, evidence I of their dead one. lover... Then, um, they'll be like, Oh no, what do I do? And you can basically either tell them to just leave and never come back or join the Inquisition and, you know, because you need people of faith to join you. Um, when you, once they join you, they go to, I think it's specifically, I think it's secrets, but I can't remember. Um, it, it really doesn't matter, but it joins them and they count toward your count in there. That also gives them a 5% bonus to completing, um, War Table
0: missions, operations. That's why I automatically unlock those War Table, well, it's not War Table missions, but there are some that are automatically unlocked in those Inquisition perks. Yeah,
1: they're just agents.
0: I didn't understand that at all because this game is so massive. Like I said before, there were a lot of things I just glossed over because I, either I wasn't paying attention, somebody was talking at me. I don't know. This is amazing, actually. I didn't know that's what that's what they did. I just said, join the Inquisition just because I, you know, I wanted friends, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cassandra was being all mean to me, and yeah.
1: Because there's there's actually um, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this or not. Uh,
0: well, I can always cut it out. No? Well,
1: okay, so you eventually you get an operation, um, which says that some of your scouts have been have disappeared, so you oh, send a uh, scouting beginning. party to go find them, which gives you access to another zone. It's a small zone, very straightforward zone. It's got a few secrets in it, including a tier two masterwork greatsword schematic.
0: Oh. Are which, these things set where they are?
1: Yeah, that one is. Oh, okay. And it's right next to it's actually like a few steps away from one of your camps in this uh this oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So because uh, I found it for the second time today. So I okay. know it's there. Um So anyway, there's the Avar, which are kind of a barbarian race. And they're massive in size.
0: Kel was one in... Oh, they are massive? They're I mean, huge! I thought they might be thin and lean. Because we talked about the, the calling, the book, Kel was, was a, an avar.
1: Um, wasn't he an ash... Oh, I thought he was an ash warrior. Oh, ash warriors
0: an, are the ones with the dogs.
1: But didn't he have a dog? He had the, the mabari that wasn't he, had his dog. Yeah, but dog? he was
0: a lord somewhere.
1: Anyway, well while you're looking that up, I'll go ahead and continue. Oh, I really have so, to look
0: it up? I thought you were just going to say, Okay, well, you're right, let's go on. <laughs>
1: I mean, we can do that too. I don't really care. It's your show. Quote,
0: quote, See, see, I just do the editing. It's it's really Ro that does the show. I'm going to go ahead and admit <laughs> that right now. I mean, I've known that for a long time. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm a tryhard, and this is my love. So I love Dragon Age so much. All right, oh. so b- back to what I was saying. You have to go rescue your scouts from these Avar. And once you do, there's, a, there's a, an Avar you actually encounter at some point you get to talk to you re- you can recruit him as an agent which is very upfront forward but there's also in a var that you encounter after this zone's completed that <laughs> he actually shows up in skyhold <laughs> he's like the most hilarious character in the game whoa, whoa and you actually have to judge him i won't say what why you have to judge him you have to judge him <laughs> and I, I, I'm i serious. This is one of my favorite moments in the game. Uh, and it's so early on, too. But once you judge him, you can pick his fate. And one of the options actually makes him an agent, but you wouldn't know by choosing it.
0: Really? Because
1: the worry. first time I chose something, and he basically just laughed at me hysterically.
0: Uh-huh. I had to reload that one a couple times. Because I got disapproval from a lot of people.
1: Well, uh, I didn't get disapproval as far as I know. Eventually, but this time I got like massive approval from everyone and he became an agent.
0: That's probably what happened to me, but I never knew about the agents. I just knew. Yeah. Like I said before, I just joined the Inquisition. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a thing. Um, it's a thing. It's it's definitely a thing. I don't want to. I want to talk about the specifics to it, but it's it's probably one of my favorite. Moments you'll know of the game. it when
0: you come across it. Oh,
1: you'll game. definitely know it because <laughs> you just kind of go, wait,
0: what? wow How is that a thing? Also, don't skip through dialogue choices because you're no. gonna miss jewels like this. Also, because in Dragon Age Origins and in Dragon Age, well, in Dragon Age Two, you kind of knew, but in Dragon Age Origins, it wouldn't tell you if say you picked an option that would destroy a romance with someone and you'll never get it back. You never knew that.
1: Well, the, um, I don't know if that one's true because I'm still kind of weaseling it, my yeah. way through there. Like, I, I romance Josie, but I didn't see anything, so I don't know if I missed something at some point, but they were definitely involved.
0: Well, um, I know, but there hmm. there are some choices. I, I know with Cullen there is a choice. My oh, tip for yeah. that is don't do drugs. That's your, That's your code. But it'll actually say, if you hover over the choices, at least on a PC, if you hover over the choices, it'll have a little pop-up that says, if you do this, then this will happen. Uh, you yep. know, uh, a permanent choice. You can't, you know. So pay attention to that. Don't don't just click through. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, this game is about taking your time and listening to people and listening to their stories. Because most of them are very, very interesting. If you, when you first meet someone, especially read their dialogue. You know, um, that's my tip for that one. <laughs> There are
1: some hard choices to make, though, for specific characters. Like, Barry. Cole is the main one. That's, you have to make a choice at one point, and it was really hard to make that choice. Uh, and I still don't know which one is the right choice.
0: I, I know which one because I had to look it up because I didn't want to fuck it up.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I ended up going with one as a gut feeling, and I'm still not sure I'm going to change my mind on it. And actually, after beating the game, uh, quote-unquote, heavy quotes, because there's still a lot I didn't do uh uh-huh. I'm waiting for the framerate r- frame patch to come out so I can actually make my videos.
0: Speaking of what's being updated, they were- well,
1: wait, wait. Before we move on to that, there's one more war table tip I have. Okay. When you go through the game, uh, once you have Skyhold, you actually have the ability to customize it somewhat. Oh,
0: good one. Yeah.
1: And in order to customize it, you actually have to find a lot of the customizations. Whether you buy them, whether you come across them, in opening random loot boxes... Or whether you get them via the War Table. Because you actually can unlock some of those by the War Table. Mm-hmm. Now, when you unlock certain zones, well, actually, when you unlock any zone, you'll have the abilities such as, uh, in Priest du de- Léon, you'll have the uh, a resource quest that goes right next to it. It takes 10-15 uh-huh. minutes, depending on which character you pick. And uh, it'll give you a very minor amount of materials. Here's the thing. Say you've got a specific throne. You can actually find Throne Part 1 and Part 2 after you have the throne unlocked, Ooh. which gives, like, little additions to the throne. Uh, I think you can also find additions to the banners on those oh, and stuff yeah. like those. So even though there's only, like, eight or nine thrones in the game, the actual um, tracker shows something like 29. And it's because you have to find those additions to the throne.
0: Which, by the get... way, upgrades you can purchase. I got an epic bed. It's an epic bed. I bought all the Orlesian beds just because I had I had the coin in my purse.
1: <laughs> I actually have already decided which is my favorite bed because I had the Ferelden two. I used in my previous save. Yeah. I am now using the dwarven bed, and the dwarven bed is sick. Plus, you can't rock it, so no one knows.
0: Wow.
1: Cause it's made of rock.
0: <laughs> I know uh, you. Yeah, I towards the Elysian bed because it's romantic. I'm gonna go back to the the um, oh, what's it called the the agents thing. Now you said that each agent you have in one of those trees counts towards the number of perks you need. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. to unlock some later things. Okay, right,
1: right, and That's gives you a five percent bonus to the completion time for operations of either Josephine, uh, Colton, or Liliana.
0: Liliana. Wow. See, there's just things like this that I just never knew about. Oh, my God. (laughs) What else? We were talking about, uh, or we were going to go into some issues with uh, the game. Uh, Just bugs. Right. Now, I know some of these might just be on PC, but we are both PC users. If if it has something to do with Xbox One or PlayStation 4, I, I don't know.
1: Heavy shrug. Heavy shrug.
0: I don't know if there are as many bugs. because I
1: doubt that there are because there's set yeah. hardware. And some of the problems are purely because of hardware. Right. Uh, I do know that one as a fact because I'm suffering from one of the worst ones. Mm.
0: Uh, now,
1: initially, starting off the game, there was the uh, the Crash Desktop bug. Mm-hmm. Which was affecting a decent amount of people. And there, there came a hotfix on the... Because I've got an NVIDIA card. There came a hotfix on the NVIDIA forums, which I downloaded... And fixed the, the crash desktop bug, which I was experiencing for the first week. problem yeah. was that it gave me a whole new bug, a massive what? frame rate bug. So if really? I'm in any city centers like Valro, Skyhold, Haven, my screen my frame rates drop. and really? I'm, I'm playing with I was playing with high to ultra settings before with no problems. Regardless of where I was, I was just, I kept crashing to desktop. But
0: you had a lot, yeah, yeah, crashes.
1: So, you know, it, it was an improvement. I'm actually able to play the game, but I've tried lowering my settings. I've tried going to my Nvidia experience, lowering the settings there. I have tried putting myself on the very bottom settings. And the only difference from the very bottom to the very top, as far as frame rates goes, is five frames per second.
0: Yeah. Which, if I'm getting sucks.
1: 10 frames per second, Another five is not going to be noticeable improvement for me, so it's well, not worth the game looking like complete shite
0: not if you're you're used to high frame rate now, when I went from like ten to fifteen when I was playing on a laptop uh, other games, I was just like, "This is awesome, and that's fifteen These other people The problem are was like is I was FPS. running
1: well, <laughs> I was running sixty to ninety myself
0: so. I've never seen ninety ever. Ever. Uh,
1: well, the the actual optical difference between 60 and 90 is not noticeable. Now, people will argue that you can't see anything over 30. If you're going to make that argument to me, don't bother because I don't care. You're wrong. I can I can definitely tell between 60 and uh, 30. I can't. Yeah,
0: I, I would say for those of you playing on PC for the first time, 30 is pretty damn ideal. Uh, for 30 those
1: that... is, is what you're typically going to see. 60 to me is ideal.
0: 60 60 to the people that are like pc nuts that's they will swear by it now going below 20 is a little not recommended but it's still it's still playable oh it's I mean,
1: bad it's it's horrible it was like
0: but it's still literally possible though you understand what i'm saying
1: <laughs> i when i was trying to take over the settings i was jumping around in skyhold and it was like i was watching neil armstrong bounce around on the moon
0: that's a good description, it was actually. it
1: was horrible because I, was, I would it. hit jump, <laughs> and it would just slowly go through the air, and then land. Slowly go through the air, and then land. And I, I was just... I was amused, but also exceptionally annoyed. And so far, that has not been resolved. Although, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, we may be getting a PC patch this... Well, at the time we're recording by, yeah, this coming... Yeah, it'll be out by then. Hopefully by the time we record next... I can report happily that the game is back to normal. Now, here's another problem. Is, I was intending on doing streams and videos once the game came out. Oh,
0: we all were. (laughs) But because of
1: these crash issues and then these framerate issues, I've not been able to do them. So, it's it's really, really awful for me. (laughs) Personally, I mean, it's very first world problems too, but it is yeah, kind still, of yeah. it's detracting from the experience.
0: I figure that the, that the podcast we're talking about the gaming world, so yeah, it's first world, but it's only in the gaming world, so you know it's regular problem yeah. in the gaming it, world. R- really, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if Arwin has t- tried so often, he does these things late at night. He gets off of work pretty late at night, and he comes home and he'll he'll try to stream games. And he tried his heart out at playing Dragon Age for the stream, but he was having so much problem. I mean, he got mad. I mean, you come home from a job that he does, he's a cop, you know, and and in New York City, I mean, the guy is highly stressed out anyway, so it was really frustrating and very sad to watch this guy get so upset, you know, over something very little, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're just like, I just want to play and I want my friends to see. It was so sad, but (laughs) he always crashed. Now, i talked to the guy the guy that was in episode 7.5 john i asked right. him wh- how was he able to stream and he's and i said did you have any problems because uh you know varwin's having so many problems and he said that to start up your streaming application if you're going to stream this first and then start the game that has helped him from crashing uh at least when you're streaming if, if the crash just happened while you're streaming. So that's a tip for other people. Also, I would recommend make make hard saves. Now, Road is one of those people that will save over his previous games over and over and over again. I'm too kind paranoid of. for that.
1: Kind of. Actually, that's not entirely true. Um, I have multiple saves. I rotate through three, actually. What I'll do is, uh, you know, if it's something insignificant, like I did a gear upgrade
0: mm-hmm. or
1: I looted a bunch of random stuff, stuff like that. I'll go ahead and save over my previous save state, no problem. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going through something that's major plot, then I have three saves that I'll rotate through. When I make a save, I'll make that save state, um, which the first one goes before I start on the quest chain.
0: Yeah, The next <laughs> one
1: goes... Uh, the next two, rather, are throughout the actual quest. Mm-hmm. So I'll rotate... Every time I save, I rotate between the two. That way, I've got a good 5-10 minutes that I can go back in time to... Worst case scenario is if I just mess something up that I know I can't recover from those two saves, I just start the whole quest over. Which, so far, I've not actually had to do.
0: Okay, so you just go through this. Okay, I get what you mean. Because, you know, what happened to me, I was going to say this, you know, with the what have you guys been doing, or what have you been doing, over the break, it was Thanksgiving here, I went home, I actually booted up my mother's laptop, (laughs) and downloaded the game there. And, of course, you know, I was playing at, like, 5 FPS. But when I came back home and booted up my game, the save files were corrupted. Oh, my Ugh. God. So all that time. And I spent playing the game because it is playable at 10 you know, FPS, but it's not. It's frustrating and it's slow. Oh, yeah. But I did a lot of story things and I had to go back through this. And I realized, OK, I started up my game and... It would show the Bioware logo and then all of a sudden just disappear. Or no, it would show a black screen and then disappear. I found out that if you're having that problem, if it just go, it shows a black screen and then crashes to desktop, try if you're using Origin on PC, go to your Origin menu and then Application Settings, and this this is thing called Origin In Game, uh, the way to chat to Road when when you know you guys are on late at night and you're like, hey Road, I just did this. That's what I call it. That's that's what Origin In Game is. Disable that. That is fixed all my crashes knock on wood um
1: <laughs> yeah, i mean that's one of the things and i mean that's even to the point of my previous save or, or rather my previous patch that i've done
0: mm-hmm. when i
1: use that hotfix after my frame rates dived i actually made the conscious decision that i would rather crash all the time than deal with the slow frames so yeah? i actually reverted my uh i completely uninstalled the hotfix driver installed the previous driver that I had been using, which is at present the released ver- the full release version, and nothing changed. I was still low frames and still have not crashed since. Oh. So
0: well, um, I,
1: I'm yeah, I'm very not happy with NVIDIA right now.
0: You know you've got a corrupt save. This is something else I I've learned since you know yeah. I've gotten back to Missouri. The uh the other thing is you know you have a a bad save if You get through all the menu, you get through the continue, um, it starts to load. You see the three cards, you're looking, oh, yeah, it looks like it's about to start. Crash, Your save game that's gone bad. So that's why I'm saying you have to make multiple saves because you don't know. You just don't know. And plus, this game, this is what bugs me. This is one of the things that bugs me. You can't name your saves. I have gone, ever since I've been playing with the PC... I've gone back and saying, oh, this is Alistair's part. If you want to go back and watch this, this is the save you want to load up. (laughs) I've done it several times. I've done it through that. Dragon Age 2.
1: I've actually uh, spoken with someone on Twitter who had 97 save games. Because of moments like that
0: because because of my save game thing, and now I'm paranoid, but because you can't name them, you actually have to write down, you know, okay, this is Skyhold uh, 72 hours and 56 minutes. You have to actually write this down. I'm so used to MMOs where everything can change and you can ask for changes. I keep forgetting this. this is a set game. <laughs> I'm like, please implement this. It would be really nice because I would like to go back and see something. And plus, it auto-saves after your conversations, most of them, so... If you've made a bad choice, you can't go back, which is a good thing for an RPG because you your choices really do matter. But still, there are just something. Oh, anyway, that's something that see that that's does a, bust that's me.
1: another thing too. Is uh, I think if you don't have all those different knowledges, you actually lose out on some ca- some uh, conversations with your companions. I'm not entirely sure
0: the different knowledges. Because,
1: yeah, the different knowledges from the uh, war table is if you don't have all those i think you'll actually miss out on specific uh I
0: have no idea conversation
1: points you know cuz you get the like the special conversation every now and then
0: oh 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 okay so the i can't remember what the knowledges were said for
1: you know your, you.
0: the inquisition levels oh the the first tier of those inquisition perks oh yeah. my god those ah! I've, yeah, I've had, a ro- uh, I've had a road Sunday today where uh, I just woke up, started doing shows, and then I went to work, and then came back, and then I'm doing another show. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, la, 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 la. Gear. There's another thing about gear. Okay, before you sell or destroy your gear, look and see if it's got an upgrade attached. Because uh, I think we said last time you can uh, unattach your, your uh, upgrades and use them on other items. So you Except know, runes. Runes. Yeah, you can't ruins. do runes. Just upgrade. It's very good to have that Antivan tailoring perk. In case you do run out of space, you just get more space. You know, like me, I pick up everything. Because when you get later on in game, you get a lot of coin for just the junk you find. Not, you know, things that go instantly to the valuables menu, but uh, gray items, which are the lowest level items. Uh, as far as gear goes and schematics yeah the best places you can buy schematics from some places you you can pick them up but there's a merchant near the stairs of the fountain in Val Royo and there's a dwarf bookseller at, near the piers in Redcliffe now this this is lower level stuff and there's also the fort merchant in Emprise du Leon say it right Emprise du Leon. Leon and there's someone in the hissing wastes uh near the western camp best places to buy schematics
1: Mm, yes, but the best ones are still ones you find.
0: Still ones you find, yeah.
1: And the best armor in the game that you can craft is for dwarves, dwarf warriors only.
0: What, what do you mean best gear? I mean... Uh...
1: uh Meaning the actual armor rating is massive compared to... Only for enemies. dwarves? Only for dwarves.
0: What, what? Are they, what, are they biased or they're like, oh, <laughs> I mean, like... Um, uh,
1: I don't know. Maybe because dwarves are just the better crafters. Well, I mean, it's crafted dwarven armor and it's meant only for dwarves. So it's huh. massively awesome.
0: Everything is awesome. Uh,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, the only way you can actually use that gear <laughs> is if you yourself are playing a dwarven warrior. Because there are no dwarven warrior companions that can wear the armor.
0: When I figured that out, like you had texted me that one line and you were like, wait for it, she's gonna get it eventually. <laughs> yeah, that was like yeah, oh, sad.
1: Bug. So anyway, there are other bugs.
0: There are oh yeah, bugs, that's what we were doing. Yeah, there yeah. there's a dialogue bug, isn't there?
1: There's uh there is a couple of dialogue bugs, actually.
0: A couple. Now there's one that changes your voice to uh,
1: a A different voice set.
0: Yeah, a different voice set. There's a gender bug.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's the gender swap bug where for su- for no reason whatsoever, you've suddenly changed genders. Though your appearance is the same, you are registered in the game as the opposing gender. From what I understand, the only way to fix that is if you completely restart
0: the game. Oh, that sucks. Well, I mean, you know, you could try different things. But there's also, there's a dialogue wheel bug. Now, is that only because you sometimes can't, um, on a PC, click on your choices? I've experienced yes.
1: that, but uh, I've experienced it both on the dialogue wheel and on the war it table. It
0: never bothered me because on a PC you can press one, two,
1: three. I, it's not entirely true that it's on the the entirely on the war table because sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. Right? I mean, sometimes you experience the bug, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is, like I won't be able to choose between Orlay or Ferelden, but I'll be able to actually click the missions little pinpoints there on the map once I'm to that point. But then I won't be able to select who to choose to send off, or hit OK or accept or anything like that. I actually just have to. And actually, the same thing pops up sometimes when I'm picking my party. So I won't. I'll actually have to use the arrow keys and hit spacebar to choose. But then, in order to actually accept, I can't. I have to hit escape to back out and then restart the game just in order to be able to choose who to send to a really? new area.
0: Yeah. Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's it's minor. But any kind of
0: resave is just—I, uh, ever since my game was corrupted, I just—I'm scared because I had yeah. to do so much to catch back up to where I was, which is fair. Uh. Man, I'm paranoid. I've noticed this, and I I thought it was because I left my game running. Now, sometimes I do. I'll leave my game running just because, but it's usually in Skyhold when I don't have companions with me. So I know that banter, when you've got people with you and you're out in the field, banter will just happen. Now, it can happen when you're standing still. I've actually gone away to make a sandwich and then heard my companions talking. You're never going to hear that dialogue again from the same two, the banter. Uh, Sometimes. There are some that repeat, but for the most part, I mean, the actors only recorded so many lines, but you're going to run out. But what's happening now is that it's happening less than usual. Banter is happening less than usual. I did notice this recently, and I was like, I want people to talk to each other. I know I haven't run out of the dialogue or the banter choices. Hmm. And so, yes, I looked it up, and there is a – they're working to fix an issue. (laughs) I don't know what could cause it at all, but um, that kind of sucks if, say, your party uh, really has exhausted all their choices for banter and, uh eh, whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just bugs me, because that's one of my favorite parts of the game, is the banter.
1: I don't know, I heard the same line from Two Companions three times in the span of ten minutes earlier, so. Really? Yeah.
0: Huh. Now, uh, was it Oh My Blushing butt cheeks! I loved it.
1: <laughs> no. No, it was just some uh, commenting about Varric's book. Oh, really? Yeah. It was between Solus and Varric. And I heard Speaking- the exact oh. same line three
0: times. Varric's book reminded me of this. Uh, you have a quest to pick up copies of Varric's book all over Skyhold. Those respawn. <laughs> if you wait long enough and you don't Oh, it's go... not
1: just in Skyhold. They're everywhere. Well, yeah, but
0: uh, in Skyhold, that's where I noticed it. Uh, everything yeah. does respond, by the way. For those of you who haven't even started the game, uh, resources do respawn, but not at a completely fast rate. But I remember in Dragon Age 2, they didn't respond at all. That kind of sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is another reason to have all of those uh, all those knowledges, is because instead of getting 50, you get 150 if you have all four.
0: Wait, 150 what? Experience. Oh my god, I, I wasn't even thinking experience. I was just thinking the actual materials. Now, oh, my oh, big tip. <laughs> Pick up all the resources you can while you're there. there. There are a lot of things that use like 30 or more of, that I know of. Any kind of resource. Like elf root. <laughs> you're gonna need some elf root. It goes towards either your potions upgrades. You're gonna use elf root also for refilling your own health potions, at least not the free ones, but you know, the regeneration.
1: Or the most important feature. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess you could also... We, we talked about the resources last time, uh, talking to your requisition officers in different zones. There are also some healers that are out and about in the world that require you to bring them a bunch of elf root and random other things. That, they know, took
0: all my crap that I had spent they took a lot. all day. <laughs>
1: but there's also the upgrades to Skyhold itself. Which, which is awesome! Which require a lot of materials. No, some of the upgrades, there's
0: a tower... That that you can upgrade. You can either have a mage or a Templar tower, um, mm-hmm. and they warn you. They say this is irreversible. Also, like hey.
1: actually, all three of the upgrades you can do to Skyhold mm-hmm. are irreversible. irreversible. Well, well, okay, uh,
0: that was you know, that was a hard was word first... for me to say.
1: Irreversible. There we go.
0: You can do it.
1: I can do it. <laughs> I did it. we we'll So Here. yeah, uh, each I kind of went with the only one that was kind of not obvious to me was the mage or Templar tower one. Which, uh, and also, that decision does not depend on whether you went with the mages or the Templar in the story. It right. has nothing to do with it, it's something else entirely.
0: It did say what presents that you will be showing to people. Now, I don't know how many people are visiting, well, no, that's not you true. You always
1: have people visiting there, which is always kind of like right. behind the scene things, because if you go and talk to Josephine and she, ha- you ask her about yeah. your guests... Um, it's always someone different.
0: You're eventually going to get the support of a very large group of people. They're going to be everywhere. After you get gain their support, I mean, you, you have to basically walk through crowds. There's so many people around. So, yeah, people do visit. But the mage and the Templar will show a different symbol. Like the mage is more like subterfuge and uh, uh, persuasiveness. I can't think of the word right now. And the Templar is more of a show of strength. I don't know what that means game-wise. Does it change anything in the game? It's, it says it's a cosmetic Well, I guess I answered my own question. It's just cosmetic. (sighs) Mm,
1: I felt like those stats actually mattered. I thought they actually did something for you stat-wise, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, I looked at it, and at the last second, that word cosmetic caught my eye, and I thought, ooh, it is just cosmetic. Hmm. For now. For now, just do what your heart tells you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You can always play again. It only takes 100 hours. Or more? Yeah, that's
0: the thing about the saves, that not being able to name your saves. You can save this right before I chose this or whatever. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah, very... See, my, uh,
1: my feeling on that, though, is say uh, you save right before you make the first upgrade, and you save right before the second upgrade, and then you save before the third upgrade, but well, there could be 10-20 hours between each of those saves, so if you're like, I didn't like my first upgrade went all the way back to the first one, well then, boom. There you go. You've gotta go play all that content for the other ones again.
0: Yeah, but... Uh,
1: well, or you could just amass all the materials for all three of them and then just make all three of them at once, I guess. You could do yeah,
0: that. Yeah, because like we said uh, in the previous episode, the uh, materials don't take up any space. Yeah, pick up all your mats. Alt, enter. Also, if you're having problems with your PC, alt plus enter puts you into windowed mode. I never knew that. It'll, yep. it'll transfer back and forth, which is great when you've got that origin in-game disabled because every time you message me, I have to actually switch out. To my desktop I do the same to thing. see it.
1: I'm doing the same thing, actually.
0: Alt-enter. Put you in the windowed mode really quickly.
1: I need to go find the, thr- the Frailden Throne again, so I can put that in my new Skyhold.
0: Oh, you have to find it? Because I've got... I thought it was unlocked. Okay. Yeah, you gotta,
1: you got to find slash uh, unlock it. I think the thrones are unlocked by certain points of the story once you complete certain zones. Oh. Um,
0: yeah, I never know when things are unlocked. They don't give you an uh, an update or anything the thing is those updates those codex updates it really bugs me that you can't hover over it and just go straight to the codex to see what you just picked up that bugs me because you get so many at once and then you go back what was i looking for what was i interested in no yeah
1: i don't know I'm, I'm trying to think of more tips
0: i don't remember yeah usually they come to me while i'm playing i'm like oh i'm glad i me knew about that
1: too Yep. Yeah,
0: so, but we've already gone for so long, and I I, I hate to uh, edit. <laughs> and it's going to take a while to do this. So, those are our tips for right now. I'm sure we're going to have more, but that's more material for a future episode. Let us know what you want to hear, and if we don't know it, we might find out. I've said it before on other shows. Like, <laughs> we'll figure it out, and sometimes we just forget. <laughs> or at least I do. <laughs> oh. And hey,
1: oh, next episode, we can talk about multiplayer stuff.
0: Oh, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really yeah, nice. Yeah, we could.
1: We could do Dragon Age off the record gets damp. Uh-huh. Hashtag damp. I like it. At Not damp cast,
0: but I am a part nope. of that podcast. Um, nope. <laughs> somebody was asking me. So, what shows do you, do you do? And I'm like, well, I do one on you know, Dragon Age. I do one on Elder Scrolls. I do one about the X Men. And I do one called Damp. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then there's that other one.
0: There's the one the show about nothing. Anyway. They're, they're, oh, I just saw. Yes. Hi, copy. other
1: J Mac i feel like he's the he's the i I feel like he's the co-host of yours that is most likely to listen
0: he won't listen crafting pay attention to the tier level of the material that's listed underneath where all the list of the materials you have and or don't have um are uh, are listed i said list a lot it's under there it'll say tier one tier two tier three tier four tier fours very rare You might as well save them for the very best stuff. I didn't even notice that there were tears for a while. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I just look at the stats. I just look at the stats because when you go to pick your selection, up in the corner. Yeah, that's that's all I pay attention to. That's how I determine what materials I'm going to use. Because yeah, and some of the some of the things are the same. Like certain materials. Actually, do the exact same thing as other materials. Yeah. So it's once I figure out what stat I want, then I'll go through and select which appearance I want. Oh, you—you're
0: uh, talking about what the thing does. Oh no, I was yeah. talking about when I was making weapons. I never looked to the right hand side where it says in huge numbers what the what the um, either armor or damage of the
1: armor and damage actually. are determined by the primary stat,
0: uh-huh. and
1: they do have a maximum. And then for the utility defense or whatever else, uh, which are the secondary materials you use in there to make the weapon, those determine the additional stats.
0: So really, uh, if you and you look all at of those affect th- the appearance th- for the most. If, part. If, if that top tier that you're looking at in, in crafting, um, if it has more, the more it has, the the better the quality is, and yes. you'll see it in giant numbers. But yeah, you're talking about the the crafting materials, the stuff that's listed underneath the tier one and tier two, all of the
1: above, actually. It's all the same.
0: I, I usually choose uh, based on how many of the thing I have. Because I'm yeah, so paranoid that I'm going to need it. that material for something else. No.
1: <laughs> no. You can always come back. Just like those uh, those locked doors that you have to have the special perk for. You can always come back.
0: You can always and come that's back, called going full out-level. I remember yeah, going back to, to Red Cliff, and I was like, Yes, I finally got that freaking perk! Because that's the first... Well, one of the first locks you see and i'm like yeah this is gonna be awesome no 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 (laughs) that's true yeah
1: i suppose that's the
0: blue balls moment really bad (laughs) so those are our tips for right now just a tip i want to say we'll see you in game but we probably won't (laughs) probably
1: not no because i'll be playing single player yeah yeah see you on twitter
0: We don't want to dampen the mood, D-A-M-P, Dragon Age multiplayer. That was a terrible joke. Before we get to more terrible jokes, we have to do some contact information or else how are we going to know how much you love us? You have to tell us how much you love us. Don't tell us how much you hate us. Get a hold of us on Twitter at DragonAgeOTR. Contact me at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. And if you like your tweets favorited, contact Road at ThatRoadGuy. Email us at DragonAgeOTR at gmail.com. Visit our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. And yes, we know our money's on the dresser. We have sponsors, you guys. Heard about us, Talk about Dragon. Dragon Age the Stolen Throne and Dragon Age the Calling. Well, here's your chance to hear it for free. Go to Audibletrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. And you get one of those books for free. And the better to hear you with, my dear, visit tweakedaudio.com enter our code Off the Record, all one word, for 30% off. Quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, and a lifetime warranty. And while you're on YouTube, you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gaming network, where you can find a plethora of other shows. That's youtube.com slash questgaming network is that right with you uh what's your name Road. (laughs) hi hi
1: hi i just hi
0: what are you high is that what you're trying to tell me i
1: would never say that i'm never high
0: i threw down my headphones and i didn't know that they landed in the ketchup that i had from my dinner (laughs) good job (laughs) Welcome to Dragon Age off the record episode 11. I'm Elizabeth.
1: Hi. I'm not.
0: Oh, hi not Elizabeth. We've done this before. Uh-huh. Reload Relo- F9 reload. <laughs> anyway, we would like to announce that Dragon Age Inquisition has won game of the year. Say yay. 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 <laughs> What's mana for a warrior? Stamina. Thank you!
1: Stamina! Stamina! Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> stamina! <laughs> Panama? Sorry. I
1: was about to say, that sounded like very 80s or early 90s pop.
0: Yeah, yeah. Panama. God, are you he's so young?
1: <laughs> um. I grew up on that music! You did? I grew up on 70s rock and 80s pop.
0: You're like that guy on um, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: <laughs> I grew up on very similar music and... Uh, yep. country and uh, all the stuff I don't listen to anymore. I've also got like thousands of games under my belt, so.
0: Yeah, well fuck you. It's like your beard. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's getting
1: there. I'm actually combing that right now because I, I have this problem with like playing with it and if I just run my hands through it, it'll, my beard actually like sticks out, the hair sticks out straight where I left it. It's weird so I have to comb it back in the place. That's adorable. Uh, No, <laughs> what's adorable is just messing with it and I'll just shove my comb into the beard and I'll just leave it there. Let's see how long it takes to fall. I like it all. I feel like all I'm hearing
0: is uh, a lot of first world problems. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> Cured. Yep. Welcome to Dragon Age off the record. Thank you, printer, for going off. <laughs>
1: Outtake.
0: I don't remember. Oh, Damn okay. you. Why am I being I'm Yeah, did.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind that. My fault. And that's the end of the show. Good night. And we gave